Welcome to the Mom Village Podcast. We are three multicultural moms sharing our journey through motherhood with the Christ Center Foundation. For information and resources, visit us at our church's website at gofamilychurch.org. Or you can also email us at themomvillage at gofamilychurch.org. And please go over and follow us on Instagram at themomvillagefc. We're glad that you're here and welcome to our village. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mom Village. This is part two of Single Mom. We are so excited you're joining us. This is Gismeri Ramos, and I'm here with my ladies, Kristen Scroggins. Hi, ladies. And Kira Kelly. Hi, y'all. And we have a guest with us again. Who is it, Kristen? Yeah, well, we she she's so great. We had to invite her back for another episode. And so we have our sweet friend, Natasha Stewart, here Yay. with us. Natasha, say hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and Natasha, you have you already introduced your family in part one. But just real quick, could you just say your the names and ages of if each of your children? Sure. I'm the mom of three. Hadia is 15. Tristan is 14. And my youngest is Keelan, who is 11. And ladies, I wish you could know them and Mm -hmm. see them because you would understand why we invited Natasha to come because uh, she is a single mom, but that is not what identifies her. That's Mm -hmm. not who she is. She is a great mom to these three children. They adore her and the hard work that she does day in and day out is so evident and what a blessing her children are to everyone that meets her. So, Natasha, in um, the first episode, you shared with us just a portion of your story about your separation Mm -hmm. with your husband. And since then, you know, your family has experienced an additional tragedy. Can you tell us more about that? Sure. So my husband and I, we were living separated and co-parenting our children until two years ago when he met in a very bad accident and was killed Uh, suddenly on the road. And boy, was it something to really rock our worlds. Mm -hmm. It was totally unexpected. It was an unfortunate accident that he didn't survive. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, you know, it sounds like a silly question, but what are some of the things, you know, you were already a single mom, you know, on a day-to-day basis? And you you said that your husband was still very present in the lives of each one of your children. But now that he is no longer present on this earth, how have you coped with that? And how has that even changed the landscape, you know, as being a single mom? You were a single mom co-parenting, but, you Mm -hmm. know, how has that even changed now in the last two years? Sure. So even though I was living my life as a single mom, we were actually still married. We were separated. Um, So for me, it was very difficult to lose him. But yes, more so in the capacity as a mom, because the first thought that struck me was, oh my gosh, my poor children now have to grow up without their father. Mm -hmm. And Keelan is 11 now. He was nine years old when that Mm -hmm. took place. He was my youngest. And so I thought, Of course, I jump to all of the bad things and I start thinking about all of the consequences due to his loss. But the first one was very, very present, which is they're going to be without their father. How is this going to work? How am I going to do this life for them, with them, and not have their father present? So that was a very big challenge for me in the beginning and, and honestly still now. 
um, because I I think heavily about what they miss, what they're missing out on. I know a man, a father, a husband is very important in our children's lives Mm -hmm. as they're being nurtured and reared to go out into the world. And so I, as a mom, we can't always bring to the table everything Mm -hmm. that a father can. And I recognize that right away. And so it's been haunting me, but Mm -hmm. it's also propelled me into working and be even harder and struggling and praying even more to get through as much as I can and to do as much as I can if if God will give me the the strength to do that. So just, you know, on a day-to-day basis, can you share with our listeners what are some of those just daily battles or or maybe even challenges that you experience that, you know, as a single mom, can you educate us? Mm-hmm. So as my children get older, they're teens now, mm-hmm. um, I recognize that milestones are coming mm-hmm. fast. You know, my daughter is 15, so she's learning. She wants to learn to drive. <laughs> she, still, <laughs> she still has to get her permit and she's ready to go. And I've just been, okay. <laughs> but, you know, that's a milestone that my father was big. He had to do with that in my life mm-hmm. and most of my brothers. So... You know, I think about that and also my boys who are past that baby stage, past that that stage where a mom is most important. I think they're at that stage now where a father figure is more important. And so daily I am struck with thinking about what can I do to get us past this you know, I have different issues that come up, just like all moms with raising boys and what they're allowed to do, what they're not allowed to do. Yeah. And how do I discipline them? How do I get us through this hurdle with a sense of, of you know, accomplishment that doesn't break them, that doesn't uh, tear them down? that actually builds them up, you know, without a, a mold, without someone to example that for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when um, you talked in part one how community has helped you a lot, especially the church. Um, can you share a little bit more how you've, you feel like, have you seen now in this time of milestones that the church and the community that you are has helped you a lot for those single moms out there that, because we always encourage in the mom village, mom, don't do life alone. You know, you got to plug into a community church. Tell tell those moms that are listening, they're single moms like you. Listen, this is why I'm telling you from me, I can tell you that I understand. This is why it's so crucial that you plug in. Yeah, I'll be the biggest poster child for that because <laughs> here at the church, you know, it and it's happened organically. I've yeah. been here for so long that my relationships that have grown here at the church, they just... They manifested and just so nicely, slowly and nicely. With that said, a lot of people here have seen my children grow, have experienced some of their milestones, baptisms, camps, and things like that. And so when they offer to be of assistance, when they say, hey, how is everything going with Tristan? Or, hey, is is Hadia doing okay? I really, really realized that I needed to lean into that. Hmm. 
and really let that work for me because yeah. sometimes we miss our blessings. You know, we mm-hmm. ask God for help and he sends it. We don't know how he's going to send it. But when people just reach out to you and they want to help or they want to be present, you really got to grab onto that. And I think for me, it was difficult to do because I always felt like I was a burden and I never want to be a burden. But I mean, Pastor George, mm-hmm. <laughs> Pastor Steve, I can keep going. Pa- uh, Jason over in the uh, kids ministry, they love my boys. Tristan was baptized as a middle school student. And the moment Pastor George learned that he had accepted and was going to be baptized, he reached out to me, how can I be there? Yeah. And when he was baptized, mm-hmm. he was right there in the um, baptism water with him. Wow. And I just thought, how wonderful is this? And so I have experienced greatly Men who have walked alongside my boys, especially, Mm -hmm. and just have been there. When my husband passed, we were in the hospital until the wee hours of the next day, the next morning. And um, I was really lost with how I how I should handle this because we knew he wasn't going to make it. He was stro- struggling to stay alive and they had gone through surgeries, he wasn't going to make it. So, how do I how do I handle this? What do I do? And at 2:30 in the morning, I called Pastor George and Lisa and woke them up with this frightening message mm-hmm. and desperate sounding voice, mm-hmm. help me, what can I do? And they were there. And awesome. and they walked right with me as far as they could and until the next day where they showed up and they were there for my children and they provided just so much comfort and so many uh, Bible verses to Mm -hmm. help encourage us and comfort us in that time. And so I say that the church has been very influential in showing so much interest and really wanting to and actively taking a role in being present in our lives. So what's an what's an unknown battle um, the single moms go through daily that is hard for people to understand um, and and it's even hard for moms like us to understand because we have our husbands and we have our family you know but uh, tell us something that we were talking before prior mm-hmm. the recording you know you were you were mentioning um, to me well there's a lot of things that people do know, but maybe they don't see it the way I see it. What are some of those things? Yeah, so um, a battle that single moms go through daily um, that other people might not really hone in on because they're not experiencing it, I think is the evolution of your life since losing your loved one, whether it be through separation or uh, divorce or through loss of life. Um Realizing that now I have to dream new dreams. Mm -hmm. I have to look to the future with different views of how my family is going to be and what we're going to do. You know, I used to have a thought of what it would look like when we got older and became more friends and what we would do together as a family. Well, now that's changed. And how has that changed and what does it mean for us? So um, I know it sounds pretty corny, but it it is something that... A lot of people, I don't think it's thought about by a lot of people because they do have that partner. Yeah, yeah. No, it totally makes sense. And also, I mean, you have shared before, like, the the intentionality of a, of a lot of people, you know, and, and sometimes you don't want to ask for help, but you, you do need. So 
um, when at least for us that we have our family circle, you know, um, we don't understand sometimes the need of that. And a lot of people might think, well, that's very selfish of her. She should accept the the help, you know, or mm-hmm. she should accept like the advice or whatever. But um, there's other battles that you guys, moms, go through every single day. My sister is a single mom, and um, and my brother is a single dad. Mm-hmm. So I I get to experience what you're sharing um, from my sister's side, from my brother's side, mm-hmm. and everything that you're saying is right right on point. And at least from their part, I can say like they've seen the blessing of the community of a church, and they can tell you as, at the same time. Um, that's why I want you to encourage other moms when they have not been in that community how fragile their lives are and how difficult it is. So if you um, this is not there, but if you were able to like you said, be that poster child to encourage moms. Like, what is one thing you can tell a single mom? Listen, don't wait until this moment to find a good community. Do it now. What is that moment that you can share? Because I want our single moms to truly grip on of the importance of a community. Right. So if you're a mom, you're a single mom, and you're raising children of any age, I mean, it's good to plug into a church for many reasons. First of all, you're going to get... Uh, a lesson from the Lord <laughs> that will carry you through situations that you have with your child. You'll get to learn what the Bible says and how the Bible guides you to raise your children. And not only that, but you will gain a support system to be there with you and to walk alongside you or to share with in times of need and times of sorrow and difficult times. And you also get to fellowship with other moms Mm -hmm. who you can learn things from. We're all in different stages Mm -hmm. and phases of life and our children are all different ages. And, you know, moms with multiple children have different phases going on at the same time. Moms need moms. Right. (laughs) And moms can help moms and those who have been through certain seasons are very, very, very beneficial to have in your life. And so if you're not a member of a church or if you're not plugged in, I would definitely encourage you to join a church, come to Family Church downtown, get plugged in, and just, you know, get connected. Before I ask this question, I want to read a scripture that reminds me of Natasha and her situation and so many others. You know, my sister is a single mom too, Jisma, and so I have a special place in my heart for single moms because I just watched how she raised those kids pretty much alone, and now her ex-husband has passed away too. Mm. And so it's just, it's a struggle. But, um, man, she just was all in. And so I admired her so much because I thought, man, it's hard to be a mom mm-hmm. when you have somebody there mm-hmm. with you to bounce yeah. things off of. And so... But the this scripture in Psalm 68 verse starts in verse 4 says, Sing to God, sing praises to His name, lift up a song to Him who rides through the deserts. His name is the Lord, exult before Him. He is the Father of the fatherless, and He is the protector of widows. This is, his, this is God in His holy habitation. And I think about how day after day, you bringing your kids to church, you pressing into the Lord, you not allowing bitterness to take root Mm -hmm. and anger to take root. I don't mean that it hasn't hovered around at some (laughs) point in your life, but that you have done the hard work of laying all of this before the Lord and asking Him to do with it what He will. 
and to watch how he's doing all of that. This is what you have trusted, that you know their, their earthly father is not here, but God is a father to the yeah. fatherless, and he's going to take care of the widow. And you are the truth of that on display. Mm-hmm. And yet God, God does those things, but a lot of times he uses people in the church community to 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 be the, his hands and feet. And so I, the question I have for you is how can we help single moms like you? I, and I don't just mean the church in in general, but the specific people yeah. who are the church. You, you ladies, you and me, how can we help single moms and what advice can you share with our mom village of ways that we can bless moms? Thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> um, with regard to encouraging single moms, I think that, or helping single moms, I think encouragement is a big, big, big to do. Um, when out of the blue, I hear from a church member who's just calling to check on me and to see that I'm okay, or when Hurricane Irma hits and Pastor Christian calls and says, how's the house? Do you need any help? Mm -hmm. Or before the hurricane hits, our old Tyler pianist says, Mm -hmm. do you need help putting the shutters up? You know, just knowing that you're thought of Mm -hmm. and and it hits you, it hits you so hard that it's, wow, thank you. Thank you, Lord. So I think with the simplest things, if you know a single mom um, who's just doing what she can to get by, keeping her as a priority of someone to reach out to Mm. and making sure that she's okay makes a big difference to her. It made a big difference to me. And it encourages me to know that my church family really means what they're preaching. Mm. You know, he asked me if I was okay just in passing. And and I don't know if he knew he was even going to see me that day. But Mm. when he saw me, he thought of it and he asked me. And that's the time when it's like, wow, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And again, it helps you to lean into people because, you know, they really mean it. You they know? really care. They really do care. And also, I think it's good to encourage a mom who is single to take time for herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's an area that I have to get better in. <laughs> um, I give encourage and, give. and help her facilitate too. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, saying uh, you need to take time for yourself. That's not gonna get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's but not. if you say, "Hey, I got you a gift card, exactly. and I'll watch over your kids." Exactly, <laughs> just like that. Um, I think my aunt said it best to me. Uh, one time, she said, "You know, if something happens to you." Who's going to be there for the kids? And I think that's when it hit me and when I realized what everybody's been trying to tell me all this time, you know, slow down, take a break. Yes, you can go and have a night to yourself. You don't always have to be with the kids. You don't always have to do something for them because you need a reset and you yeah. need you need some time of quiet and peace and even a, a different type of prayer time that you probably wouldn't experience on a day-to-day. So. I think it's a good thing to encourage a mom to do that, but help her to do that, like you said. And words of affirmation. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of words of affirmation. Well, Natasha, I'm sure that... um, you could share so many instances with us where you have seen God's hand of grace over your family, um, your kids, um, just over the span of the last 10 years. But is there anything that comes to mind where you just, you'd like to share with the moms listening out there where you have just, whether it be in an audible way or physical way, that you have really seen God move 
in your life, in your kids' lives? I mean, you've just shared like so much, <laughs> but I mean, just one particular time when you know, when you just know that it was just all the Lord. Uh, yes. So as I mentioned once before, I do take care of my father and he's, he's 81 years old. He's got Parkinson's and dementia. And over the last two or three years, his health has been on the decline. And so his needs have been more and more and require more from me. And the blessing in that has been to see my children Mm-hmm. and their willingness to step in and be a part of taking care of Grandpa. Mm-hmm. When he was still able to walk and come to church with us, m- me and my older two would play in the orchestra, but he wanted to come to church still, but he was at risk for falling all the time, and he wouldn't walk with a walker or a cane. <laughs> so my youngest one was tasked, but he took it on himself. So he tasked himself with the job to make sure that Grandpa was okay. And he would go sit with Grandpa in the pew while we rehearsed in the morning on Sundays. And he made sure Daddy was okay. He went and got him coffee and came back. If he needed to go to the restroom, he would help him get there mm-hmm. safely. And I never asked him to do that. I just saw what was happening while we were in rehearsal. And it happened every Sunday until daddy couldn't come anymore. And then it got to be where I had to stop coming on Sundays to take care of my dad. So I would get the kids to church. And when I picked them back up a little later, I would fall asleep. I, I fell asleep a lot on Sundays. And a few times I fell asleep and slept through, you know, an alarm to get up and give medication. My son would come and wake me up. (laughs) My Tristan would come and wake me up. Or one time at night, I was waiting to give the medication and fell asleep. And No, I I had already given the medication. I was waiting to put him in bed after he he had eaten. And my son woke me up and told me to go ahead, go to bed. I can put Grandpa in bed tonight, Mom. I think that's God's grace Mm -hmm. for me, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I've tried really hard to do my best to take care of everyone, my children and my father, as best I can. And there have been some very, very difficult times and some times where I think they may have suffered for it, um, Mm -hmm. you know, just not being able to do everything. And so watching their growth, watching their love for me, for their grandfather, and just taking on a responsibility to be a part of what our life is now has been such a blessing. And I, I think that's the biggest example that I can come up with right now. <laughs> I love that you share that because something that you're just say, saying right now, you're, your kids are la- learning at a young age live lessons yeah. that usually adults get at an older age and the blessing. And I love the fact that out of all the things that you can say how— because we know your story. We know how God has done amazing things in your story. But the one thing that you share with our village is the one that has blessed your kids and your family. And I, I love that, especially because you're sharing how how much you have give some of you, like you have to say no to a lot of things that you want to do as a woman, mm-hmm. as a mom. You have died to those things because you know this is what's best for my kids. And that's something that every mom, and I think every woman in the world actually, um, not not struggle, but fights against it because Mm -hmm. the world tells you, oh, no, 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 you put mom second, you do you first, your career, everything, and then family comes after if it fits in your schedule, Mm -hmm. which is a horrible way of seeing, you know, God's design and the structure of marriage. But for your um, life is different. The structure is different, and you might not have that choice. But still, I um, 
I know for a fact, because again, I've said it before, I have um, relatives that are single parents, you know, how sometimes they have decided to do otherwise and it doesn't go as God has planned. And it's very difficult to navigate when you put yourself first and your kids Mm -hmm. and you hurt, but then you don't have that other person. So you don't have that time like we do sometimes it's like, here, tap, you take it now, husband, and then I need a break and I need a breather. You don't have that. And I love that how, how you're sharing with us, hey, God's hand, I've seen it. The way my kids at a young age are stepping it up and being that that string and that figure that, that I do every day, they're doing it now for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, thank you so much for sharing that. Definitely. Can I ask you something else? I mm-hmm. did this part one, ask you a question that we didn't ask you beforehand, <laughs> but I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I just, I can't brag on you and your children enough, and I know you would attribute all of that to God's grace, and we and mm-hmm. we agree. But what do you think that Natasha Stewart does and has done by God's grace, and we know that, to help your children be so vibrant and resilient in the mm-hmm. midst of just deep despair? Like the things that they have walked through yeah. at such a young age has been devastating and would tend to derail mm-hmm. a lot of people. What do you think that the Lord has allowed you to do, how to point them to keep your kids being loving and kind and ambitious and determined and, and, and loving, the loving church. their and church nurturing and, yeah. and loving their mom <laughs> and their grandfather? Yeah. Thank yeah, because you, you know, you, you. I, want, I want our listeners, that's not normal. <laughs> that's not <laughs> that normal. That is not And normal. so what I was yeah. going to say was yeah. that I think you're right. It's not a natural, normal way for a person to be, because even if you're a Christian, you're still a senior sinner, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And we tend to, as sinners, put ourselves first. But mm-hmm. I thank God for the drive to just want so much more for my kids. Another thing that I did when we were separating is— look forward to the future and the consequence of our separation. I know there's a lot of statistics about single moms and children, and those are usually negative, Mm -hmm. very bad statistics. Don't graduate from school, high school, don't go to college, end up in the streets. You know, I know, I hoped that that wouldn't be one of our downfalls. But with that, as a possibility, and with me already having all of the chips stacked against me just because I'm a single mom, mm-hmm. I wanted my kids to not feel any of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Lord blessed me to focus in on them and what needed to be done and just help me to do that. I communicate with my kids very openly. I have from their very young ages, learn to talk and communicate with them. I've never taken an approach of because I said so. Mm-hmm. I've always explained to my children things, and I have found that that has been so beneficial. Mm-hmm. And shockingly, so I think I told Hadia about sugar and my dependency on sweets. <laughs> 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 and, and what that means, you know, as far as consequence. And when I told her about it, she listened, and she stopped drinking hot chocolate. We, we, we put sugar in our hot chocolate. She stopped drinking the hot chocolate. She doesn't eat candy. Like, 
did I, is it because I told you that? But, you know, <laughs> I told her when she was so young. And Tell at me. that time, and I had to say to baby Ruth, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm telling you, at that time, I didn't think it would matter. But honestly, I think it did. And I just, I just feel like I've learned that talking with them openly, really describing mm. uh, consequences, describing God's design mm. and the effects of walking away from his design, how it manifests, how it affects you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just think doing that has been the best thing for my family. Um, and it's not to say that we don't have issues, but I think they really truly think that I'm here for them, that I'll do whatever I can for them. And you that are. We'll get through that. the hardest times we're going to get through them. And uh, that they're my focus. I, I just think that's it. And I, thankfully, God has put that in me. Because, you know, there are a lot of other things as a woman in my life that aren't present. Mm -hmm. But thankfully, I'm not missing that. Mm -hmm. You know, I am fulfilled taking care of my children right now and and trying to get them to a good, good place. Well, God has put that in all of his children to embrace his design, but he's given you the grace to yeah. to embrace it and not to reject it. And you make being a Christ follower so attractive, and it draws your children mm-hmm. to you. And that's such a gift from the Lord that you just lean in, you pray, you lean on your church family, you point out when you see these men stepping up. For, for your kids, you point that out to your children, and they begin to have the eyes to see how God provides for them. And so we are honored to know you and to be your friend, and we're grateful for the testimony that you are to our church yeah. and what a blessing you and your children are. And Family Church is big time, big time blessed because of you and your kids, and we love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. I did want to say one more thing to our listeners that um, you just reminded me of. Mm -hmm. Uh, I get to be a parent. Mm -hmm. That was a gift from God. Mm -hmm. And I think like our kids want to please us. I definitely want to please the Lord, Mm -hmm. and I, I, I want so bad to do the best that I can with this job that He has tasked me with. And so... If nothing else, hold on to that. Hold on to what you get to do because God has blessed you with it. And you're such a great example to our single moms. I I love that you share that. And thank you because I want our single moms to listen to the podcast and be encouraged and and listen from somebody and be like, I understand. Like you're saying, I understand single moms, but look at me. You can do it. If I'm doing it, you can do it too. But these are the reasons why I'm doing this. So thank you so much, Natasha, for being with us. Let's give her a hand. Thanks, Yay. Natasha. You've encouraged thank our you. single moms, but you, you've oh, encouraged no, no, me. Oh, my gosh. Over here so, I am going now and yeah. hug all my babies, hug yeah. my husband even tighter. And, yeah. and my prayer is going to change. I'm telling you, after <laughs> listening to this, I need to pray differently. Um, but thank you, ladies, for listening. Um, this has been a mom village, and we're going to sign out with Natasha. Ready? One, two, three. Bye. Bye.